And now it's time for Geek News. With cartoons. <laughs> With cartoons? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see your soul and raise you a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Don's here for Geekness. Hi, everyone. Uh, I wanted to talk about the club a little bit. We were talking about that before we started recording, but uh, some of you may notice, especially on the Twitter side of things, if you follow us on Twitter, that... And if uh, you don't, why aren't you? Exactly. Hello. Social media is where it's at. <laughs> was that a dig on me? <laughs> yes. Actually, I was going to bring that up at some point. It wasn't on my part, but Jeff will always turn the dagger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially since I got to be the go-between. What do you want Don to know? Don says. <laughs> hey, I stalk you on Facebook and Twitter. <sighs> You're not the only one. We have joined he the club. He stalks me at work. <laughs> nice. We have joined the club. What is the club? Uh, well, we will put a link in the show notes, but it's basically a, a group of individual sites, bloggers, podcasters. Uh, even, Mile high. What's that? Mile high. Mile, shut up. <laughs> a couple other game reviewers and a game publisher are all in it at the moment. So uh, it's just a bunch of us trying to support each other and uh, sharing each other's information when we put out new stuff and, and making sure that uh, everybody's aware of what we're all working on. So we'll put a link in the show notes if you uh, happen to be like a designer or a uh, blogger or somebody that uh, wants to get involved in the club, you can find out how. Right now, the members are Club Fantasy, Common Man Games, Gray Elephant Gaming, Board Game Duel, If You Give a Game a Geek, Euro Board Game Blog, Straw Pixel, Rolling Dice and Taking Names, Today in Board Games, and Us. So uh, we're always looking for more members. And speaking of the club, one of the things that we're kind of bringing to the table is if any of the club members have newsworthy things that they want us to share, we will be happily do that on the podcast. And Common Man Games has something on Kickstarter right now, Stitch, which also has an ad on our website over on allusgeeks.com if you want to link over. Otherwise, check the show notes. But Snitch is on Kickstarter right now until May 30th, 2014. And then the only other thing I had for news was I wanted to congratulate Chevy Dodd. It was a very, very close race. To the wire. And a whole lot of pimping from a lot of people that have uh, been trying to make sure this happens. But Pull, the uh, trap-shooting, trick-taking-inspired card game that uh, Megan and I actually did a video for as well. Near the end, it it, it had the pledge drive feel to it fine we'll pledge just stop twitting stop stop facebooking stop everything okay it's it's funded twitting 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 yes well you can't go from twit to tweet it's changing the <laughs> an entire vowel it has successfully funded yes, so it has. that is awesome cool. uh, that was a very 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 tight race and i uh i've actually been talking to chevy off and on all day today and uh I don't know if he could handle much more. So it was good that it funded <laughs> because even after it funded, it kept fluctuating. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like, it was weird. He, he actually had somebody, uh, cause I was in the room when it happened. He's like, I don't understand. Somebody pledged and immediately canceled. 
<laughs> so he had that. Talk going about on. instant buyer's remorse. So the last like five, six hours were just a roller coaster ride for Chevy. But congrats, Chevy. You got it. Get that game out there. And there's uh, that one dude look. though that's yeah, really just... angry right now because he would have been the one that <laughs> brought it back under yeah. <laughs> and he's not allowed to. A bit of comic news. IDW is jumping on uh, yet another licensed property. And uh, at SDCC, they are going to showcase a Skylanders comic. Skylanders are the little uh, action figures slash pre-painted minis that you can do online and level up and fight and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's crack that I just can't get into. I am dreading the day that in, uh, Infinity does DC. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I doubt that'll ever happen since Disney is Marvel, but you know. Yeah, they are doing the Marvel. But... And I can resist that because yeah. it's going to be crap. Michael's into it. He, I don't know if he still does Skylanders, but he, he was did for quite a while. Yeah. yeah, he was, he was getting. I think with the PS4 and the Xbox One release, the, mm. the hardware and software changed sufficiently that it's not backwards compatible. So I think if you're on the old version, you're just on the old version. Right. Or I don't know if they've patched it at all that they're going to let you use the stuff, but I know that was his concern when they announced the new version. <laughs> DC is started their summer culling and they're canceling six titles in August. August will be the last issues for Birds of Prey, Superboy, Trinity of Sin, Pandora, Trinity of Sin, Phantom Stranger, All-Star Western, and Batwing. Truthfully, I'm surprised Batwing lasted this long. Also, All-Star Western, that was just pretty bad. (laughs) They're canceling two-thirds of the Trinity of Sin, so I don't know what they're doing with the other third of the trinity the the question is still uh, sufficiently popular apparently so that's uh they're all getting their last issues in august uh they have not uh announced yet what will be replacing these come september but september is always their big or has become their big month for doing things well first we gotta get through april to see what the dc universe is going to be like in april but whatever that's that's a whole different story dynamite never one to take a formerly cool and now played out idea one step too far is doing steampunk Battlestar Galactica 1880 in August issue one is coming out and they're doing a steampunk version of Battlestar Galactica based on the names they were throwing around like Athena and uh, some of the other stuff it's going to be the way original characters not uh, the new versions and apparently it's not going to be on a Battlestar. The Cylons are going to be called Cylonics. This sounds pretty stupid to me. But it's steampunk and it's Battlestar, so I'm sure it will sell like gangbusters by dynamite standards anyways. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I, I'm oddly numb right now. <laughs> I, I admit I'm a little intrigued by the thought of a steampunk Cylon. <laughs> I think that just looked like any other steampunk robot we've seen for the last decade, but... Don't get me wrong. I like the steampunk genre. This <laughs> is just silly. On the I, game. Go ahead. I thought you didn't like steampunk. I just think it's played out. Or not played out. It's overexposed. There's just every bag and wagon that can be hitched to it has now been hitched <laughs> to it. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Steampunk. My little pony. Oh. <laughs> Nate. Oh, sorry. He who shall not be named. Get on that. Steampunk is magic. <laughs> Steampunk is magic. Yes. On the game side, 
Ninja Division, the wonderful people behind half of the uh, Robotech Tactics game, which is actually starting to roll out, judging by the reviews that I've been seeing for it online, has announced a Kickstarter sometime this year for Zombies vs. Bunnies. I have no other information <laughs> other than the title and that it's going to be in 2014. Do you need other information? I, I don't know. When I first saw this, I was like, that is so hilarious. I'm going to have to back this. Uh, but then I was like, no, <laughs> that's stupid. That's zombies versus bunnies. I mean, <laughs> come on. Unless it's the Monty Python money. There's the, it's, you know, then I was like, but, uh, 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 uh. so when it actually goes up, maybe I'll take a look at it. Catalyst is, uh, releasing Crossfire. No, sorry. <laughs> I got carried away there. Catalyst Games is doing a weekly free PDF to tie into their Valiant RPG. They're going to be doing this uh, every week. Uh, well, they claim every week through, uh, the RPG release in August. So this is not going to be obviously the full source book or anything. These are inexpensive supplements and, and settings and, uh, you know, kind of module type stuff. I have no particular interest in the Valiant comic, uh, RPG concept, but, uh, I like a good hero game. So I mean, if somebody throws that on the table, I might give it a shot. That's good because you know they asked us to look at the quick start rules. I know, right? I know, and we didn't have the time. That's, that's I know, why but I'm... he came back and said, "Yeah, go ahead." Oh, he did. You guys want to whenever you can. All right. Well, when Jeff throws that on the table after reading the quick start <laughs> rules, I'll give that a shot. In possibly the most, uh no, I'm not going to say ridiculous, but I'm surprised it took this long lawsuit. Wizards oh. of the Coast is suing Cryptozoic. As I mentioned earlier this year or late last year, they were kickstarting a game called Hex, their online collectible card game. And apparently it is just Magic the Gathering reskinned, according to Wizards Legal Brief. They cited various real and legit uh, grievances and then also used a link to a dude's blog where he reviewed cards side by side. So I went, went to this blog and really other than changing some names and keywords, it is just as it stands right now, Magic the Gathering under different names. The card layout is the same. I mean, there's only so much you can do with cardboard, but it's clearly broken down as upper, upper portion and bottom portion and game text and your casting cost is in the middle instead of, you know, over on the right. And there's lots of different terminologies that did don't. they say tap? They have not said tap and <laughs> land does not work that way. Land is not a resource you keep. It is apparently whatever your mana is in this game it just regenerates every turn. There is no set tapping and gaining, uh, putting down of land. But like but, you said, there's only so many ways to lay out a card. There is. Uh, but it's a kind of a standard way of doing it, really. It, it is. I, I don't know in a, a card game that really doesn't have kind of a one-third, two-third, whether it's horizontal or vertical. Mm -hmm. And there's only so many places you can put iconography on a card. So I don't know how legit. I mean, obviously, Wizards thinks it's legit. It's a nine-page brief uh, that they have <laughs> submitted. And I don't think that Cryptozoic has had a response yet other than... Pfft. So we'll see how this goes. But with pretty much every other CCG or LCG that has come out since 1990 two or four, whenever Garfield started destroying Western culture with this game. Uh, <laughs> wow. All right. It's crack, man. It's a drug. It's cardboard crack. I admit it. I was there. I had to go through therapy. 
And there's all Skeek's review of Magic the Gathering. Uh, you know what? It's one, one-sided. It's one-sided. still a solid game. It has mechanics and it has a sandbox flexibility that has kept it going for 20 years. I don't deny the popularity and I don't deny the solidness of the mechanics. I don't deny any of that. I just deny its value because it's collectible. It's a money-making machine for nobody but Hasbro. And I say that not just of Magic, but as of any other collectible style game. He was fishing for a chance to say that, and I fell right into it, didn't I? <laughs> I did. No, I think he would have been perfectly happy to just leave that bold-ass statement out there. He already owes some apologies from what I remember from a previous <laughs> statement. We've had no blowback, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> not going to bother. No, and they've actually released a pro- – or they had a demo of their new product called – it's a new draft format. I forget what it's called, but I watched a video on it today, and it's actually very kind of fun, conspiracies or something like that. It's a draft format. You draft out of this box, and in each draft pack, there are agendas. So they're free. You maybe play them as you're drafting because they affect the draft as it goes on. Or it, on its design multiplayer, four players, and then these agendas can also come into play. They're face down in front of you until you do something with them. And they allow you in draft to, for instance, draft extra cards or add packs to the draft so to extend it. And not necessarily a pack of what uh of what you're drafting from, just a pack of whatever you happen to have laying around. So it's for a multiplayer and a way to really... I, I admit, it revived my interest in the game. If somebody was going to do one of these conspiracy drafts and I was just going to step into it as a one-shot thing because there's a lot of screw your neighbor. Uh, well, it's magic. So, of course, it's <laughs> screw your opponent. But it's designed for player multiplayer and it's designed to be very much cutthroat. It's not just winning. It's really being a dick as you win. <laughs> and this appeals to me. So, I mean... Really? <laughs> yeah, surprise, right? <laughs> so, I'm still not going to get back into the game. I'm getting ready to sell off some of my old uncommons and rares and super rares, but no, man, it's just cardboard crack. (laughs) Where was I? Oh, yeah. So that's Watsy and Cryptozoic. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Bring it back around. There you go. As part of their success from their Kickstarter, Tabletop has announced that they're going to do an RPG spinoff show. Don't know how that's going to go. I mean, most of the games I do on Tabletop are kind of hit and miss for me anyways. So just, just from my opinion. Well, and an RPG session is really kind of a sit down and right is that the thing i can't remember i can't remember if it was supposed to be this way or not but aren't they are they potentially dedicating like a season to per rpg that's what i thought yeah that's so yeah. so i mean their first season is in theory funded and it's right. i don't think they've announced what it is you know you you see the stuff the D stuff that they used to do at gen con and whatnot with their mm-hmm celebrity dms and have well you know will wheaton and whatever geek celebrities are out there running the games that's i mean i don't find that stuff interesting to watch i understand that some people do and if they're going to do like numenera or you know something that i have an interest in but i've never played and i don't know anybody that has it then certainly i'd step in fast wind through and just look at stuff but just to sit there and watch people be in character for an entire season Right. Well, it, it depends on how, <laughs> how they do a little bit of it too, because when they did fiasco, they did the side videos. Like, we're not going to show you how we came up with our characters here. Yep. You can go watch these videos. So if they do something like that, yeah, then I mean, you could get in on the, I've always been interested in Numenera. Let me see the character creation. Let me, see, you know, that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it, yeah, it depends on how I, they I do would it. expect that. I wouldn't expect them to do, uh, 
all the grind from the front, mm-hmm. you know, the, nobody wants to see character creation, <laughs> you know, even where the games where it's my, the favorite part of my game. I, I still don't want to, I wouldn't want to put that on film and watch me humming and hawing over how I'm going to oh, distribute my points. You know? I want to see him do up a shadow run character, <laughs> break out the calculators and get the point, point two, three essence left. Hero builder, man. <laughs> Best app ever. <laughs> On the subject of Shadowrun 5 is coming to Hero Lab. So yay. IDW is going to be releasing in their gaming line. This is the comic company. A variety of Chew related games. Chew is a very right. popular comic. Which I've been having a hard time getting into. That is totally lost on me. <laughs> Uh, They're doing a, re- a Chew revival. Chew revival. Crossover. Yeah. Chew, if you don't know, is a, it's a play on words because the detective's name is Chew, C-H-U, but she, uh, gathers information from whatever she eats. And being murder police, she tends to sneak around and eat a brain every now and then to find out relevant information to the case. So it's play on words and it's apparently very popular. It's, it's not, uh, it's funny, but it's not, it's not comedy. I mean, there's, Funny moments, but it's, it's, you know, police procedural, homicide procedural. So, well, not procedural. It's not like NCIR, CIR. I still want to give it a shot because I think I only did the first episode or the first issue because I got that free and I, it didn't grab me enough to get the second. You know, I went through the first arc and I was like, yeah, this is neither bad nor good. And it, Mm -hmm. it didn't grab me enough to keep going with it, but you know, whatever. So yeah, they're coming out with board game, card game and dice game. Hopefully you don't have to eat the dice and wait to see what the results are. Sometime in early 2015. WizKids has announced the release dates for their next set of, uh, dun- next set, their first set of Dungeons and Dragons figs. This is tying into the work they're doing with Watsy. In July, the starter, he- starter set heroes are coming out. It's going to be six figs for 20 bucks. And in August, they're going to be doing blind boosters, four figs for 60 bucks. This is going to be a 50 mini set. Four figs for 20 bucks is five bucks a fig, which unfortunately is kind of the ridiculous price where RPG plastic is these days. And blind on top of that, I mean, the the stuff they were doing for Paizo was pretty much the same, scaled a little bit for the bigger boxes when they got into Giants and Dragons and stuff like that. But 20 bucks blind for four figs. That just seems crazy. That's even more expensive than Heroclix. And Heroclix, you actually get uh, more in the box. AEG is going to be releasing a an expansion for everybody's favorite cash grab, Thunderstone Advance. Again, uh, still better. It's a good game. I mean, I like both versions, but there was no need for it. Into the Abyss is an expansion planned for August. Uh, it's MSRP 39.99. It's going to be 381 cards. They haven't put up any sample cards or anything for it yet, but I mean, both games are, both versions of the game are pretty solid. So I, I'm expecting this to, to continue that. My last thing for gaming, Games Workshop is taking orders for their uh, pre-orders, I should say, for the Warhammer 40k 7th edition three pack of books. Uh, I believe the ordering is going to go live on the 24th. Uh, so by the time this gets out, ordering might actually be live, not just pre-ordering. But uh, if you are not yet ready to throw away your game because they got a new edition out last summer and this is supposedly going to be the end of the world, according to all the GW Warhammer 40K people, it's just new edition people. Just live with it. It's, they make money somehow. They change the rules every few years. Admittedly, now they're changing their rules a little bit every year for you guys. But, you know, I don't play that game. And on the miscellaneous side, even though they choose to cancel Almost Human... <laughs> They're going back to the well, they being Fox 
and they are me- remaking Alien Nation. Are you kidding? I me? am not kidding you. Oh my god, I hate you right now. <laughs> I am killing the messenger. <laughs> I haven't said whether Rockneys O'Bannon is going to be involved with it, and then for therefore maybe have some of the awesomeness of the actual movie, or if they're just going to shoot for the same level of suckitude that the TV show was the first time around. But there you have it. No almost human. You know, I but would, we I, do get right. the voice or whatever else they have, whatever their shows are, and Alien Nation. I wouldn't be all that upset if it wasn't for the fact that they canceled Almost Human. Mm. After that, sure, go do what you want to do. But come on, you had an awesome show on your hands. And then here, I th- here's where I first thought you were going with that since we haven't talked in a while. The fact that they canceled it, but it's about to debut in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackasses. <laughs> UK will get season two. <laughs> <laughs> Maniac Cop is getting a remake. Done already, right? Another, no, uh, another one. Ed oh, Maniac Cop. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Maniac with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, McGuire, I think. Toby McGuire, I think. Is that yeah. One? No, Maniac Cop, formerly right. Bruce yep. Campbell vehicle. Ed Brubaker, the comic writer, kept Captain America actually interesting for a couple of years there, especially when Bucky was Cap. Spoilers for the next movie. Bastard. And wrote a pretty crappy X-Men's uh, 12 issues. But Brubaker's writing this. He's doing the screenplay for it. So I actually think it might be a remake that lives up to the original. Well, <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> there's a hard stretch. There's... You're not gonna pull anything. Some You're not gonna pull anything on that stretch. There's some nostalgia for Bruce Campbell more so than the movie itself. And then in I just I don't know how I feel about this. I D and D has now crossed over. It's there there's no more question about whether this is still a a geek game or not. Konami has announced that they have licensed and will be putting out D and D slot machines. For use in casinos. They're going to be <laughs> nice. in four and eight seats quads. It's going to be the big on the new red D&D banner. You're going to be a dragon on top. It's going to be D&D themed. Everything straight up. Go to Vegas. Put your little gold pieces in the machine. That's going to take them away from you. Never give you a piece of platinum back. Geeks got to gamble too. No, they don't. That's that's what I got for the news. Right, I got one oh, more no, thing. No, no, you had no. Your, we're on to Don now. No, we're not. Because <laughs> you reminded me of it while you were talking because you brought him up several times. Catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> Catalyst Games uh, also has... It's actually out now. When they first sent it to us, it was just about to come out. But uh, they have another Deep Shadows source book that is at least available on PDF. I can't remember if the print is actually available. for. It's probably up for pre-order if it's not being physically ordered at this time. But it's called Stolen Souls. So Shadowrun 5th has another Deep Shadow source book, and at some point, Jordan and I are going to take a look at it and uh, give you our overall impression. But And it has not nothing to this do with episode. The, the, the fact that people claim I have no soul. That's <laughs> No, that's why they sent it to us. <laughs> He's got it like this. <laughs> Crossfire. That's Send us crossfire. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to make us happy. <laughs> get my, invalid, get my, old, my pre-order. Get my oldest pre-order out the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don. Oh, how do I follow up stuff like that? <laughs> Sex offenders. Bring it. Go. I, it's chick star even done. It's, uh, okay. it's old. Uh, Attack on Titan is now on Toonami. 
by the time you hear this, it'll be on there for a couple of weeks already, but I still suggest checking it out. The first week it was on, got over a million viewers. So it's doing quite well there. Fox uh, would cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> and play things out of order and at yes. weird times. <laughs> what are these Titans? What? Who? What? What is that hand over the wall for? But Space Dandy is no longer on there because it's not running right now. That was the big simulcast of uh, last quarter. It will be returning, though, in summer, though I'm not sure if it's actually going to be on Toonami or not. They haven't actually said specifically, though Toonami's Tom kind of suggested it. More things coming up. Sword Art Online 2 is set to premiere July 5th, and it's going to be on Crunchyroll and uh, Daisuke.net. So it's going to be out there, available. I'm pretty excited for it. Is in they're making a third part, or the the second part that was already done is going to be online now? It's going to be called Sword Art Online 2. Well, I guess I will take that to be a new story then. It's the it's the next story in the in the novel series. Okay. Or oh, this came from the, a novel? Uh, they're originally light novels. Okay. Yep. And the first season was a, like the first two books, I think. So they're digging deeper into the like seven books or something so far. Other stuff coming out is the new Sailor Moon series. I believe I saw that on your Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. I have some more news about that. It's coming out this summer, and Viz is going to be showing it, streaming it. They have also picked up all of the Sailor Moon stuff that exists in animated form. All the previous seasons, and they're going to be re-releasing them here in the U.S., including Sailor Stars, which has never gotten a release here the fifth season. So I'm kind of excited about that. And they're putting a new dub on it, which... I assume is going to be more accurate than the previous dubs. So it's interesting to see Sailor Moon come with a huge comeback. Another thing coming over, which I never thought I would see, Doraemon, which is a huge, huge name in the Japanese anime world. It's a, a kid show that's been running since the early 70s. It has over 2,000 episodes to the franchise. Disney XD picked it up, and they're going to be putting it on heavily localized, they said. But it's the 2005 sort of um, revamped version of the series. So New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Dallas. <laughs> Don't know exactly how far they're going to go with the localization. That used to be, well, put them in New York right away or something. But but nowadays it's more, you can leave them in Japan and that's okay. But I don't know how much they're going to do. But wow, Draymond coming to the U.S.? Wow. Okay. Didn't expect it. Neon Alley, that um, streaming site or rather streaming channel that I've ripped on numerous times, is actually becoming a true streaming service now. They've actually done the right thing with their partnership with Hulu. So good for them. Now, don't you feel bad? I, a little <laughs> bit. I also like to think that it's because I complain so much that they're changing. I that know is right, Don. <laughs> you were the catalyst for change. I know better than to believe it, but I like to think it. <laughs> Uh, there's another streaming site that I just heard about, anime-planet.com. They're not their own streaming site where they get their own material, but they've partnered with Crunchyroll, Hulu, and Viki.com. So they're kind of a portal for all these other sites. So for those wanting to find an easy way to find whatever you want, anime-planet seems to be the place to go. I haven't checked it out myself, so I don't know how good it is. And the last thing on my list, Funimation is now releasing an Xbox app for their streaming service. Well, I hope it's better than their mobile app. That's not good. Oh, it's horrible. It doesn't re register you when you log in. It doesn't keep any of your searches. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't find what you're looking for, even though it like on a main page it'll show you new and hot, mm -hmm. and then you search for it and it doesn't find it. Oh, that's 
That's miserable. Well, I hope their Xbox One's better. Not that I particularly care, as I don't own an Xbox. Though, given that they're doing that, maybe they're doing a PS version. They haven't said, but I, I have hopes. And that's all I got. And that's what we have for Geek News. 